0: The Baby Names Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Moss, founder of BabyNames.com, and today we're going to be talking with Allison Betts in a little Between the Episodes mini Allison joined our community as a teenager in 2003 and has stayed with us for the past 15 years. Happy anniversary, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. In 2013, we hired Allie to be our community manager. In addition to that, she's a published writer, communications director for a US Senate candidate, and a mother of three. Welcome, Allison, to the Baby Names Podcast. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. So the message boards were part of the site from the very beginning when I created it in 1996. That was pretty much the only feature. It was a database of names and meanings, and then I put in a forum software so people could talk about names, and it was the very first one. So I think it was really the community that catapulted the site into the number one spot, really. Um, so explain how you found the Baby Names community, why you stuck around, and your experience as a member.
1: Um, so it's, it's it's interesting, because I just thought I was weird growing up, because I love names and naming. I remember my very first allowance that I earned when I was seven years old. Um, I went to the bookstore, and I bought the the multicultural book of baby names. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh And so I was like seven years old buying a baby name book and my parents are like, (laughs) are you sure (laughs) that's what you want to spend your money on? I'm like, yes. And I, I read that thing literally cover to cover. Um, but again, I just thought that I was weird and I would make like class lists of all these virtual classrooms and I would, you know make sure that they were accurate for the years I would have like class of 1944 and I would make you know 24 names oh in the class and again this is I
0: used to do that too Did you really? <laughs> yeah yeah I made fake classes and made up names of all the students oh it was
1: so much fun and then I had like a dollhouse, and I would keep adding more like children to the family. So at one point, I think my family had like 17 kids in this little <laughs> doll house. And it wasn't because, you know, I wanted more dolls. It was because I wanted more names. And so, you know, this is a like strange interest. I'm not sure I even really shared with my friends, you know, how into names and naming I was. But at some point, you know, I was a teenager when the internet was taking off. Um, and one day I just typed in baby names and I came across the website and the boards, which were just in their infancy. They were probably have been around for maybe a year or two at
0: that point. Um, yeah. And Actually, ten. No. No. Probably like seven. Seven. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, They were you know, they were new and they were vibrant and hopping and I realized Mm -hmm. that you know I thought that it was like the shameful thing that people didn't really talk about names (laughs) unless they were pregnant and at that point I was I think 18 or 19 so I didn't want people to get the wrong idea like I was not pregnant I'm trying to name a baby, but I found this whole community of people who love talking about names and their history and their meanings and um you know i realized that i don't want to say that i wasn't weird because i am definitely weird but this particular (laughs) part of my life wasn't this weird out there hobby or interest
0: right (laughs) yeah i can totally relate with that um and so how old were you when you joined the boards
1: i think i was 18 18 yeah 18 almost 19 and so now i'm Uh, nearly 34. So it's been the better part of my life.
0: It's funny because, you know, we do have a huge teen contingent. Um, And of course, you have to be 13 or older um, to join the message boards. But we have a lot of people and, and I kind of attribute it to Um, Not just being name obsessed, which a lot of kids are, but um, they're just coming into their own identity as a teenager and they start, you know, researching what their name means and they start thinking about a future family and have created like, you know, what we call our uh, fantasy families on the boards. (laughs) Um, And so I'd say about, you know, well over half of our visitors are not pregnant so you know put it there so why are they there either they're thinking about becoming pregnant or they just love names right so the community is a great way to bring all those people together
1: yeah it is and it is so fascinating how you know it endures because people are still drawn to that you know the interesting and 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 like you said there are people we've had everybody from scholars who literally spend their whole lives researching names, naming traditions on mm-hmm. a scholarly level, and and then, like you said, people who just like names for fun or because they they want to have a name for characters in a book or, uh, you know, various reasons. So it's really interesting. Right, really a lot of writers
0: are on there too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tell our listeners about all the different forums and topics in the community.
1: So we have a dedicated naming section. Um, and, it, you know, a lot of that is dedicated to name games. So people mm-hmm. have stuff where they, like, name a family. Uh, sometimes someone will start a game where they have, they start out with, like, 50 names. Uh, the person who starts the thread will start out with, like, 50 names. And then you have to create a family from these names. And then as round by, and then people vote on which families they like. And then round by round by round, the <laughs> names get, like, whittled down until you have this, like, fantasy family that has, you know, two parents and maybe five six kids and so um that's an example we have people who are asking for naming advice on the name boards for their own children we have people who ask for like we said character names pets um right so we have mm-hmm. all sorts of different vibrant naming communities and those are always really active um but then we also have parenting boards where people can talk about some of the harder things with parenting i know that as uh, my oldest child is approaching middle school i'm realizing that. Um, it's not toddlerhood <laughs> that is the hardest. It's not newborns. I think it's middle school. But ask me again when he's a teenager. Um, so the really, you know, kind of the wonderful thing about that is a lot of these people you have, my kids have literally grown up with their kids in a virtual manner. So these are other parents who are also dealing with, you know, hormones and puberty and everything. So we have those parenting boards for stuff like that. We have pregnancy boards. Uh, where people can ask, hey, you know, is it normal that X, Y, and Z is happening? Stuff that you might not want to, like, ask your friends in real life over coffee. You can ask it there, and no one's going to judge you or, or think that you're weird because um, everyone's been there.
0: And and due date clubs, so yeah. we kind of we have clubs for each month that you're due so you can kind of track along with the other people who are due around the same time. Exactly,
1: yeah. And then um, we have sort of a hodgepodge of boards. We have like other topics. We have um, things, we have boards for really personal issues. Um, And these are of course like private boards that no people can't just come across in the public. We have certain, we have a naming part of the boards that's open to the public, but then we have certain boards that are only open to, you know, paid subscribing members. And because of that there's a certain level of intimacy and um, privacy that I think that our members really, really appreciate. And that's something that I know you have always strived to maintain over the years.
0: Absolutely. Let's talk about the subscription program. In 2003, I don't know if it was before or after you joined, it was the same year, um, for several reasons, we decided to make the boards subscription-based. It's a very small fee. It's, you know, the one month is about the price of a latte at Starbucks, it's (sighs) $3.95. And then um, the monthly price goes down depending on how many months that you buy. Uh, For a whole year, it's about $30. So we decided to close the boards and it actually enhanced the community. As Allie said, it kept everything a little more private and those private boards that are subscription-based are not um, indexed by the search engines. So um, nobody can just click through and find out what you're talking about. So how do you, in your opinion, Allie, how do you feel that it's enhanced the boards having a paid private community?
1: Well, I think that one of the biggest things is that, um, Honestly, I think that you had, like, good ideas before Facebook had good ideas. I think
0: you sort of beat (laughs) Facebook to the punch.
1: But um, people are their real selves on our boards. Uh, A lot of parenting boards that I've spent time on, um, there are clearly people kind of creating these, you know, amazing fantasy stories or Mm -hmm. spamming the boards with things that aren't accurate. And and it just creates an environment of, um, you know, incivility, Right. when you don't know who people really are. And when I say that we know who people really are, it's not like your name and address are on these boards. I don't mean that. But because it's a small community and people are their authentic selves, you really get to know the people who are posting there. People aren't kind of fly-by-night, in and out. Um, it, 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 because it is a small community, I, I can truly say that many of these women are um, my friends. You yes. know, They're not just people on a message board. I, I've met many of them, many, many, many of them in real life. Um, at least one of them is flying across the country to come to my wedding in uh, six months. So, you know, I I don't know if you, I just don't think you have that experience on other boards. Yeah. And, um, you know, I know that you and I have talked about the balancing act between making the message board section bigger versus keeping it private. And that's always something that we're struggling to balance. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just I really appreciate the fact that it is sort of um, a kind of a safe space, a community right. uh, versus sort of an anonymous uh, message board. Exactly. System.
0: And I want to interject that this is not a profit maker. This is really <laughs> for the community. Um, you know, it's not a huge revenue stream for babynames.com it's just a way to manage the community make everybody real if you have to put your actual name into a purchase form then in that respect babynames.com as a company knows who you really are um and people just feel more responsible for what they post when they know that they're not anonymous yes absolutely and and we've had
1: yeah, and then the other thing is that um, that we haven't touched on is that we have a certain amount of community standards and guidelines right. that we expect our members to adhere to. And honestly, for the most part, I, the advisors and I don't have to police it very much at all. Uh, people know what's expected. People treat each other respectfully. We don't allow, you know, really critical harshing on names um, that's one of the things, you know, I, I can imagine my kids have pretty uh, generic safe names. So uh, although I suppose that, that, that they could be made fun of for being generic and safe. Right, right. Um, but I mean, one of the things I can only imagine being like a, a newly postpartum mom and going on a message board and hearing people just trashing the name that you had just named your child. Yeah, exactly. I can't imagine how much that would hurt and how you would just feel terrible.
0: Now, we do have several boards that are open to all members, so listeners out there, you can try out our message boards community if you're considering baby names or just love talking about names, want to help other people name their babies, um, or just chatting about anything. You do have to register on babynames.com, which is free, and if you have any questions about the community, you can contact Allison at allison1l at babynames.com. Now you talked about um your children. Um tell us their names. You said you were really pretty traditional and and I know that probably all three of these names have ended up in what the top 10.
1: So my first child is Oliver, and he has probably he had at the time a more uncommon name. It was not, I mean not uncommon, but I think it was like 180th on the Social Security list when I named him. So certainly not super common. Um, but it has been growing exponentially in the ten years since he was born so it it's nearly it's right at that top 10 market It was like 12th last year or something. no when I name my kids i'm I'm half English my dad was born in England and moved here when he was 26 and so I spent a lot of my childhood uh, all my summers in England with my grandparents. so I really wanted names that kind of captured that English side so I knew I wanted really English names um, and then I wanted literary names so it's not too hard to <laughs> figure out where I got the name Oliver. Um, and then uh, my second son is named Jack. And that was sort of the Jack from nursery rhymes. It's, it's one of the most popular names in English literature. Jack, 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 all the nursery rhymes. It's sort of almost a generic stand-in for a young, happy kind of boy, Jack, going on an adventure. Um, so that he was from the nursery rhymes. And then my daughter's name is Emma. And again, if you are a fan of literature, you probably know that that comes from Jane Austen. It's actually not my favorite Jane Austen book. My favorite Jane Austen book is uh, Pride and Prejudice. But I did, I've always loved the name Emma. And so in a nod to one of my favorite writers, that's where her name came from. So yes, they all have literary English names and uh, they're all more popular than I would like them to be. But at the same time. Um, it it wasn't the most important factor when I was picking names because like, I wanted to have the literary connection, something that was meaningful to me on a personal level.
0: I did that with my daughter, too, um, although with Miranda, that was a Shakespeare name and I was very into Shakespeare names. But um, so when I went home and met my uh, then boyfriend's parents, I asked him what's your mother's maiden name and he said Miranda and I said that is going to be our daughter's name and <laughs> he, he hadn't even proposed yet <laughs> so he looks at me like yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> and uh, luckily I had a girl so <laughs> so I said that's going to be it because we can you know honor your mom and then I used Margaret in my mom's name as the middle name.
1: Oh, that's so that's funny. You talk about Shakespearean names. If Oliver had been a girl, his name would have been Juliet mm. and um, spelled, you know, J-U-L-I-E-T. Yeah, the Shakespearean way, because I've always loved that name. Yeah, me And too. Uh, my husband at the time, we didn't find out ahead of time whether he was going to be a boy or a girl. And um, my husband at the time was like, you can't you can't name a girl Juliet, because what if there's a boy in her class named Romeo? And I'm like, that's yeah, that's not I mean, gonna it's happen. not gonna happen Romeo is not a puppet like I'm not even even remotely worried about that so uh we had Oliver Oliver was born and first day of kindergarten he comes out of the classroom and goes mom I have a new best friend and I said what's his name Romeo oh my so, gosh in, in this tiny school there are only 36 kids in the kindergarten class that's 18, crazy so 18 and 18 yeah so oh. um I guess it's a good thing that he was an Oliver because that would have been a long nine years of school for those poor kids.
0: Now, you had mentioned that you are engaged again. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And your fiancé has an interesting and pretty popular, well, I won't say popular name, but iconic name. Uh, Tell us about his first name. So my
1: fiancé spent most of his life being called Brock. Because no one mm-hmm. could say his name until a certain president about, oh ten 10 years ago, <laughs> kind of came onto the scene. His name is Barak, um, but it's spelled differently than the president. Um, his is a Hebrew name. So it's the Hebrew spelling of B-A-R-A-K. And it means lightning in Hebrew. It's, it's the actual literal word for lightning. Um, so it's a very powerful name. But yeah, he definitely, I think he had mixed feelings about his name growing up, um, His mother is Israeli. Um, So in Israel, very popular name. You know, we we were actually just recently in Israel. No one gives it a second thought. But here, growing up with a name like Barak, people didn't know how to pronounce it. They thought he was saying Brock.
0: Like Uh, B-R-O-C-K?
1: B-R-O-C-K, yeah. Um, So it definitely, I think it was definitely a challenge. But now as an adult, he really loves having um, that name. You know, I think he loves having a name that's very um you know demonstrative of his heritage and unique you know there aren't very many baracks um and his biggest problem now is that people try to spell it like the president so that's not right. too bad a problem to have they at least know what the name is at yeah this point.
0: like when he goes to the coffee shop and he says his name is barack do they think he's kidding and what's the reaction <laughs> to
1: it <laughs> you know it's really funny um when Obama was president, it was so much easier. He would just say Barack, like the president. Barack, like the president. Although one time he said Barack, like the president, and someone wrote Olac on there. O L A C. he's like, you think we have a president Olac? I don't know where they. I don't know how they got that. Um, but yeah, people mostly, um, you know, take it well. He 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 was in one place at the bank, actually, and he said, Barack, and the woman said, oh, like, the president, the former president, this was recently, and he said yes, and she goes, oh, well, I don't like that, I like your middle name better. <gasps> oh, <laughs> so, <wow. laughs> uh, and he wasn't sure if that was like, a political statement, like, oh, like, the president, because the way she said it was sort of negative, or if she just didn't like it and felt, you know, totally free to to share that with the world, <laughs> but yeah, he, he's definitely had um, you know, mixed results as far as reactions to his name but but I, I think he likes
0: it now well I wish you guys all the best and I want to thank you for joining us on the podcast this has been a lovely conversation thank you and so much yeah, for all of you listening um, Allison's screen name on the message boards is Sunflower and she will have a big badge next to it indicating that she is She's the big wig. So if you have any questions, again, you can contact her. Thank you so much. This is Jennifer Moss, and you've been listening to the Baby Names Podcast.